You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Come on over. Come on over, baby. Come on over. Welcome. Welcome, please gather round the cauldron. <laughs> I thought that was a toilet flushing. <laughs> We've got a ghoulish 29th episode of Girly Mags today that will surely send shivers of 90s nostalgia down your spine. In today's episode, we'll be revisiting some hellishly embarrassing moments, whispering about ghosts. <laughs> And I don't mean Patrick Swayze. (laughs) Screaming about how frightening it is to go through puberty and watch men dance. (laughs) And catching up with Marilyn Manson. I'm Lauren Prusky. And I'm just going to change the tone a wee bit. Before that sounded we like begin. an old lady standing next to a water cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to pee so bad from hearing those bubbling sounds. Jesus. Um, just to change it, uh, there's been a lot of bad news and bad energy going around this week, and I don't think we can avoid talking about it. Fuck and you, man. I want to tell you guys that if you're feeling in pain, if you're hurt, if you're feeling sadness or you're feeling any anger for indiscretions against you or other people that you love or people who deserve to be loved, you are not alone. We hear you and we support you through whatever you're going through. You do not have to go through this alone. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Talk to your teachers. Talk to your bus driver. Talk to your bus driver. Talk, talk to, to your who, drug dealer. Anybody that you trust. And you can actually even talk to us at Girly Mags. Um, Inbox is always open. That's right. So we're going to be sending major, major girly mug, mugs. Uh, major <laughs> Ooh, girly, girly mugs. mugs. Add to the merch list. <laughs> Love out to the world today. And thank you guys. And to my right... Hey there, it's Andrea Johns. I feel like I just saw you guys, because I did, when we were hanging out on Friday. At which point, we were looking at things we could buy with our Bits. For those of you that don't know or don't have the Buns app, Bits is this basically a cryptocurrency that they pay us in, which is awesome. We were looking at dildos and vibrators and all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, that's what my vagina is like. <laughs> Bats are flying out of it, because nothing's going on up there. <laughs> But um, I left that screen open and then had brunch with a friend the next day and accidentally showed her the flashlight. And she was nice. like, what's that? <laughs> nice. Man, so- do you know how many bo- uh, like asses my boss has seen off my Instagram? <laughs> it's like not even funny. So, yeah, uh, that was fun. What? <laughs> like, yeah. No, I don't need true. any further explanation. You open up your phone and it's just like you're subject to whatever you were looking make at sure last. You, make sure you close your screen. The, next person gonna the see other day I was at work and I was sh- went to look something up for a friend. And for some reason I typed in the porn site that I go to into <laughs> <laughs> the search bar. <laughs> Fucking muscle memory over here. <laughs> Way, maybe you're doing that fairly often. Yeah. I'm not judging. Yeah. Just saying. And to my right. All right, guys. I'm not a crisis actor. It's really <laughs> happening, you dummy. Young man is shevitz at the table, and shit is mad spooky this time of year and inedible. Zombies, with only a decimal point left of their humanity, is serving up trafe 
like it's going past its best before date. And believe me, it tastes just like a filter fish cooked by fucking Helmet Oberlander out here. <laughs> but the girly gang already knows that the real schlumbiels are not the hideous zombies, ghouls, and ghosts of October legend. They are among us on a daily basis. And not even Aaron Bomb can save us, but on gang... Let's rip through this issue of Teen October 2000 before the evil entities of the causal plane start gnawing at my flesh. And you know, they're going to wash it down with a big, tall, white glass of milk. <laughs> and nothing is more sinister than Basar Vachalov. You know what I mean? It's a lie! Hello, my name is James. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn Mansplain. Ooh, we're talking about Marilyn Mansplain. I had a good intro where I thought, well, it wasn't even a good intro, but I ruined it for myself. I was thinking the other night, you know how diffusion works? You know, like water moving from whatever. And then I thought, <laughs> how did the, could in, in the infinite vacuum of space, wouldn't that contradict gravity? Because how would things come together if it, through gravity, if it, they're being drawn out? by the infinite space of diffusion? Why would they come together? But then I looked up and it usually works in a gas while things are suspended in a gas or a liquid. So that was all a giant waste of everybody's time. <laughs> Andrea told me that you what had diarrhea fuck? before. Is that like... That's how you, I thought of it. Is that sort of... <laughs> I was thinking of... I, had, I, I ate some really old ham that was in my fridge. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's funny. I was sensing a connection between the diarrhea and your, this this uh, whole intro. But that's, oh, that's interesting. That is I find interesting. It, I find it very Girly interesting. Girly mag science lesson. I took an anti-diarrheal pill right before you guys got Did you here. say diarrheal? Diarrheal? Isn't that a thing? Why do you pronounce Diarrheal is like the worst diarrhea no, you can ever have. It like says on the package. It's diarrhea. diarrhea. Shit just got diarrhea. Yeah, it's a diarrheal. It's, it's, it's A-L. It's a Save the grammar lesson for later, A right? diarrhea is a, something that causes you to get liquid. Like diarrhea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Wait, wait, wait. A diarrhea is something that makes you shit. A diarrheal whatever thing is something that plugs you up. There you go. <laughs> I'm so, so glad we settled that. That's great. My name is <laughs> Dee Mortimer. <laughs> My name is Dee Mortimer. And in the least surprising news ever, women continue to be completely emotionally and physically exhausted <sighs> by everything. Yeah. Um, going off what Lauren was saying earlier, I also just wanted to say that uh, we see you, we hear you, we also uh, very much believe you. There's nothing that you have to do or say to prove anything to us. So if you want to reach out, I just, I welcome that. And I hope you guys are staying safe and uh, doing what you need to do to take care of yourself. And we, we love you and we're here for you. So just like, you know, if you're in Cleveland and you're on a party bus and someone who fucking looks like Matthew Fox steps on there, just, just, just kick him off right away. Kick Kick him off. off. Kick him in the fucking nuts (laughs) in the chest. Speaking of diarrhea. Uh, let's go over this month in history. We're doing October 2000. <laughs> that was not Lauren's sound effect board. October 2nd, Radiohead released their fourth album, Kid A, encouraging nerds to corner you at parties and tell you how great it is to listen to boring music that's <laughs> challenging. <laughs> uh, Try uh, Chopin, you assholes. <laughs> On October 6th, Yugoslav President Slobodan Milosevic resigns. Wow, you said that. You said that well. More yeah, like and then you fucked up the word resigns right after. Dawn. <laughs> no, I got none for that. Terrible. He sucks. October 15th, Larry David's Curb Your Enthusiasm debuts on HBO. Whoa. Ooh. Is that old? <clears throat> yeah. Show Another ever. show Andrew hasn't watched. Yeah. <laughs> Add it to the list. On October 18th, Zach LaRocha decides he's going to rage against the machine no more. 
<laughs> Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> the long-awaited peace treaty between Zach LaRocha and the machines. Uh, in music, uh, number one in the Billboard charts was uh, Madonna's music. Music. Great people song. Come the people come uh, together. You heard it earlier, Come yeah. On Over Baby, All I Want Is You by Christina Aguilera. Another great song. That's mm-hmm. a good song. Right before uh, she came out with her new look, which is, hey, a hot person from the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a remix really badly of Christina Aguilera's song of like, Come On Over Baby. And then like right after it on the next bar, it just crossfades really fast to Melissa Edfridge. <laughs> I wanna come over, come on over, come on over, but ba- I wanna Dude. come over. It's, it's gonna be amazing, That's guys. Awesome. Watch Great, out for actually. that. Just gonna gonna him. Uh, Whoa, Nelly by Nelly Furtado came out. Oh, I thought it was Nelly. Nelly. I'm like a bird on the flyway. I don't know what my soul is. What is that Gaelic? I don't know what my home is. <laughs> uh, it slashes Snake Pit. We're still trying. Ain't Life Grand came out came with an album. Yeah, I'm sure Slash of Snake Pit really fucking made a dent in the charts. This is a really <laughs> dark period for rock music. It's right when it gets taken over by Limp Biscuit, uh. Chocolate Starfish, the hot dog flavored water. Oh, God, <laughs> I really did like that album. <laughs> Linkin Park also came out during that period, so all that rap rock was co- that sound. Wouldn't it be considered new metal or was it? Yeah, rap new rock? metal and rap Gosh. rock were the same. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Roy just turned his hat backwards and he looks like Fred it's Durst. It's a red, oh, it's, it's a, a red, red baseball <laughs> cap. Yeah. It's like the exact Fred Durst cap. It's a Fred Durst hat. Uh, now all I need to do is make out with your mom. <laughs> because people didn't have great ideas. Uh, take a bite out of rhyme. A rock tribute to rap came out. <laughs> oh Stained featuring Lib Biscuit handled. Bring the noise. Stained. Stained. Ew. Like your underwear. Uh, <laughs> Bloodhound Gang handled its tricky. Oh, I love. Do you remember I their met cover? This little girly, her hair was kind of curly. Went to her house and bust her out. I had to leave real early. Mindless <laughs> self-indulgence handled. Bring the pain by Method Man. Uh, All right, in uh, movies, Meet the Parents came out. Requiem for a Dream. Ugh. Yikes. No one likes that movie anymore? No. I enjoyed it, th- and I'll never watch it again. Yeah, no, it was rough. Rough on my penis. <laughs> what? Gross. I get really turned on when guys lose an arm. <laughs> uh, okay. Pay it forward. Watch out. Oh, I loved that movie. Yeah, oh, that was that Kevin little uh, Spacey movie. Yeah, well, yeah. fuck Spacey. But there was the kid from The Sixth Sense, which was spooky. Yeah. Watch yeah. out, Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. That's also probably accurate. <laughs> and also, uh, the critical and commercial failure, The Ladies' Man. Who was that? Was that? It was oh, with oh. Tim Meadows, where he played Leon oh. something. The Ladies' <laughs> Man openly proclaimed that he would court any woman at all. Including skanks, oh providing God. the woman weighs no more than 250 pounds. Jesus oh, Christ. No wonder it was a failure. Here's the plot. After go- finally going too far in a broadcast, Leon is fired, but he receives a note from one of his former flames who wants him to come back to her. But she didn't sign her name, so now he has to backtrack through his numerous conquests of the past Ew. and figure out. Meanwhile, a secret group of called the Victims of the Smiling Ass, consisting <laughs> of the angry husbands and boyfriends whose women have cheated with Leon, have discovered Leon as their target and are hot on his trail, eager to get revenge. Sounds yeah. riveting. <laughs> I'm going to the video store right now. Try and get through yeah. it, guys. Go watch that movie. I'm kind of intrigued. I'm not going to lie. <laughs>
W- wouldn't skanks be easy to court? I don't understand. Skanks that. have standards too, bro. <laughs> yeah, we could court any woman at all, including skanks. Yo, it's like, because why even bother skanks with are fucking dangerous, bro. You got to strap it up like twice. You don't want to catch an STI, STD, whatever, right? Okay, that is 90s dated advice. You never use two condoms. Guys, I was thinking of skinks. Especially the lizard. <laughs> I thought he was courting skinks. <laughs> the salamander-like lizard. <laughs> Coming up later, we're going to announce the winners of our 90s, 2000s Y2K prize pack. Yay! <laughs> Let's all not get too excited here. Can we there's some pretty, <laughs> there's some pretty exciting prizes in there, which we'll talk about a little bit later. So yep. yeah, listen so up. Stay tuned. We'll be announcing the winner of our big contest <laughs> later on. <laughs> all right, partner. Keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. <laughs> This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. And while she looks so sad in photographs, I absolutely love her when she smiles. What a banger. (laughs) Does any song more speak to Rowie than that? Yo, (laughs) I fucking hate that song so much. And I'll tell you one reason why. It's that fucking stupid guy thing that every girl hates. Guys maybe didn't know that back then, but it's still no excuse. It's like, oh, you should smile more. Like, that's bullshit. Fuck that shit. I want to hear a song about a girl who's crying her fucking eyes out in the rain. Some bullshit like that. He's describing Hashtag goth girls all the way. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, definitely embarrassed myself in front of many girls before. But sometimes it works, and I've had, especially in the last 153 years on this planet, (laughs) had a lot, a lot of embarrassing things happen to me. But, you know, unlike many, my embarrassment and shame usually comes at the hands of myself. (laughs) Self-directed shame, people. One of my worst, worst things that I really, I didn't, I just get mad at myself for this over and over again because in the heat of the moment, I always fucking forget. And it, that same thing fucking just ends up happening to me over and over again. I'm wearing khakis, okay? That's your first problem. I fucking, <laughs> I love khakis. I got this great pair. They're okay, super, all right. super like just nice. nice you can either go like hip hop with khakis or like dad, dad going to buy a lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, so or getting one back from his neighbor. I'll show you. I'll fucking rock these next <laughs> all right, time. All right, all right, fucking, okay. I'll show you guys. Okay, God. <laughs> anyway, the Iraqi with the khakis. <laughs> the Ooh, there we with go. The khakis. Not bad, not bad. Okay, guys. So do you do you got? Do you, can you guess what I'm gonna say? Anyone? You were returning a lawnmower. <laughs> no, the khakis thing. P. Anyone? Something with yes. P. That is correct. Knew it. P stain. It's the worst. <laughs> you know how embarrassing it is when somebody walks into a public bathroom and they see me with my dick up to the nozzle of the fucking dryer, just trying to dry it off before I go back out into fucking public. <laughs> tell them. Tell them you just got a hot slop job, and now you gotta dry it off. <laughs> yeah. That's a good call, actually. Oh yeah, totally God. go super macho about it. You know, you know how it is. That's what you're getting turned on. We move on. <laughs> oh, you see, fucking, this is all Andrea needs for a good time. Just repeat the word <laughs> slob job a few times, and she's good to go. 
Guys, I digress. This is another embarrassing moment from one of the readers of October 2010. And it's called A Frog and a Prince. My best friend and I were at a frog pond trying to catch frogs one afternoon. Okay, so far, so good. That's where <laughs> I would go if I wanted to catch frogs too. <laughs> when I finally caught one, I got so excited that I slipped and fell right into the mud on my butt. I got a major wedgie, and my pants were filthy. This is getting a little erotic. <laughs> B? B? I see ya. I see ya. So I decided to take them off. Just then, the cutest guy, obviously, in the school and his crew rode past on their bikes and got a clear view of me in my underwear, which has big vegetables <laughs> all over them. Oh, my God. Now they call me... Veggie wedgie. Great. <laughs> what kind of vegetables? <laughs> Odd choice for an underwear. <laughs> for a 13-year-old girl. Yeah. If also, I like, so. these two girls are clearly the biggest fucking nerds. <laughs> I kind of love them. Like, what, they're kind tadpoles? of adorable. Yeah, they're kind of adorable. Well, she's, thir oh, she's 13. Hmm. I was doing other things at 13, not catching Slob jobs. <laughs> <laughs> they seem like they're really kind of cute. Yeah, they're into, like, whatever botany and shit like yeah they're adorable you know i love I mean? it she could have gone to a hand dryer and dried off her underwear <laughs> i thought that story was going somewhere else when she fell on her butt but she decided to take her pants off which you know i could relate to yeah and also james can too has he had story i can relate to take the time i took my pants off was that at work and then he oh the at work pants off story. <laughs> like you have several of them oh james, james but like straight up you rip your pants a lot during the catering days you had, fucking, you had like a lot of pant rips i remember in the uh, crotch my wet pants story have i told a story on the podcast no before? no uh it was i was caught in a torrential rainstorm a really bad rainstorm and i went i, I went to work i worked in an office and uh, i sat at my desk and my pants were soaked so i took off my pants and then my boss <laughs> called me on the phone from her office. It's like, James, I need to see you in my office. And I go, I can't. And she goes, what? Why? And I go, I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> and she just goes, Ugh. put on some pants and come to my office. And I go, fine. <laughs> and then she fired me. A plus story. A little bit more suited to work at home, I think, with that, <laughs> with that type of dress code. <laughs> Back, ladies. Uh, you gon' miss yeah. your bus. <laughs> so you can hurry up, because you've got too much style. <laughs> Is that um, how it goes? Keep going, James. <laughs> when they see you coming, haters keep off running. They do, it's true. Oh, yes, they do. Okay, that's enough. Um, <laughs> this is an Ask Me segment. Somebody wrote in about something I think we may have all had issues with when we were children, which is puberty, which is frightening. <laughs> Mom, what's happening to my dick? <laughs> My mom won't let me wear deodorant or shave my legs. She says I'm not old enough, but I think I smell. Are you <laughs> old enough to stink? You need to be a certain age to stink. Exactly. <laughs> and I won't wear skirts because my legs are so hairy. How can I convince her that I'm ready? 
old enough 13. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't be writing your name as old enough. First <laughs> of all. Fucking go jog around in a shirt you wore yesterday. Totally. Hop on that treadmill. And then jog around in today, and then we'll go up to your mom, just like stand near. I remember specifically being a thing where I shaved my legs without telling my mom, and she's like, great, now they're going to come back, and they're going to be so black and hairy, which what is she want? But what is she telling you to never shave ever, and just so you have to avoid how hairy it would be? Yeah, I mean, girls today, they're lucky. They're like, oh, I don't have to shave That's my legs. That's a myth. It Biggie doesn't grow Smith. back. It doesn't it, gr- it's a myth. It's it doesn't myth. grow back. Old like, it, 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 it grows, grows back. back. Freak news! The, no, only reason it looks, the only reason it looks is because you're cutting it off kind of abruptly in a straight yep. way so it looks a little bushier on the ends but yeah. it doesn't actually affect the thickness no. of the hair the Not texture is also stronger on fresh hair like it's just like after your hair gets like you know older and it just gets split so it just feels thicker it's the <laughs> biggest myth <laughs> also be like you don't have to shave your legs honey you're a feminist now <laughs> Yeah, why doesn't she just say that? Not old enough? What does it really mean? Is that like a parent not wanting to let their child become an adult? I or don't understand. Their you're parents- not a suddenly a sex symbol if you were a deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> you're the opposite of a sex symbol. I know. We had a we had someone on our show who tried who who shaved uh, their pubic area, and you said because they did it, that made them a misogynist. <laughs> Yeah, you did. <laughs> After my like my ass shaving phase of like 2003 to 2005, <laughs> honestly, I haven't really touched a razor to my ass since then. Shave their vagina. I would have once. to fucking go up a size in underwear. Or whatever. <laughs> Shave their vagina once. Left our show and joined the Jordan Peterson podcast. <laughs> so I actually, I my parents t- used to say that I had a really bad. Uh, B.O. and rude. Not just your parents. <laughs> no, you <laughs> must co-host. Your fucking parents tell you. So I, I, I they told me <laughs> that at a young age, and I don't remember which age, that I had to put deodorant on. And I actually, if you don't mind, can I call my dad right now to <laughs> yes, see if absolutely. he recalls when? Because I think I was extremely young. When I did. Did they notice that your upper lip gets so sweaty I'm calling sometimes. my dad now. Let's <laughs> see what answer? my dad says. I don't know. I'm just thinking of you. Of course <laughs> you were. How's it going, Dad? Oh, just wonderful. That's Shitty fabulous here. news. Fabulous. And I'm not sure if you're going to remember, but I have a quick question for you. I know the you've answer meant... The is 13. <laughs> <laughs> did you already know that I was going to ask how old I was when I put deodorant on? Or are you just assuming that every answer to my question is 13? No, it's a good number. You know? All right. So I was 13 when I smelled so much that I No, to... are you kidding? No, are you kidding? You were you were um, quite a bit younger. Oh, um, my God. How old was... Well, hold on. How old The truth is unearthed. How old was Lauren when she started to smell? Eight or nine years old. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. Single digits. Single digits. Oh, okay. I really appreciate your honesty. I love you so much, Dad. Put the phone by your pits. I want to smell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. looks like a tomato. We're, we're discussing Christ. it on the podcast. I love you so much. Thanks, Dad. Love you. Bye. Bye. Dad. I love your dad. Shout oh out to my dad. I was eight years old. They said I was too <laughs> stinky, and they actually forced 
deodorant on me. Mine, I was not old enough. <laughs> Maybe they were just crying. tired of like hugging you and giving you affection, so they made up an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> they realized they didn't love you at eight years old, so like, let's tell her she smells. That's why we don't hug Which her. Which actually was reinforced later. It was at my father's. Uh, it was at my my father's sister's funeral, and w- I went to the funeral. It was about six, five, six years ago. It's very emotional, and I, p- I remember I put my arm around my dad. It was just it was so emotional. I was just yeah. trying to comfort him. Later that day, I called my parents to see how they were doing, and my mom said, oh, by the way, Dad told me to tell you, you need a new deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. And I was like, that's what you took after, like, five minutes after how you buried your How old were you when this lady died? Were you like, like, this was a few years ago. <laughs> oh, I thought you were like, move. No, man, no. They had moved you into, like, the basement with a phone line where you called your dad. <laughs> You realize you were a couple meter sticks away from a dead body when that happened. <laughs> and I still overpowered At it. At 10 years old, they had to sequester her in the basement <laughs> to keep the smell in one area. Not kosher. <laughs> I'm dying right now. What's that smell? What, what smell? Ooh. You stink. Oh, where did the song go? <laughs> that really sounds like the beginning of like a sick rap song. That sounds like the start of a fucking Eminem song. <laughs> totally. I was really thinking that. I really was. Whispering, ghostly shadows, mysterious music. And that's not even the scary stuff. This girl shares her home with people who've been dead for 200 years. Keep listening if you dare. Boo, bitch! So scary. I am really scared right now. <laughs> I was reading this article and I got scared three sentences into it. <laughs> I'm dead inside. Does that count? <laughs> My ambitions. Ooh, he has no ambition. <laughs> Ooh, I see white male privilege. <laughs> <laughs> the segment comes to us from Megan Smith. She and her parents um, live in a 270-year-old haunted house. First clue, it used to be a schoolhouse. Uh. So you know right off the bat, not to victim blame, but (laughs) they were just asking to be hella haunted. Especially if they had the same guidance counselors as Rowie. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's a good start, for sure. So um, according to Megan, uh, the ghostly disturbances started when she was born. Her parents would hear whispering over the baby monitor. They'd leave in her room, and I just got scared. <laughs> why why you're, do you're ghosts have more power than regular kids? Like, wouldn't they be wimpy ghosts? Like, I just wouldn't be scared. It's like, you're a kid. What can you do to me? Maybe they don't know that they're in between two worlds. Can you imagine? Right, again, it's still a ghost of a kid. What the fuck are they going to do? Like, I just want some milk. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if you didn't want kids at all, but then you had like the kid ghost? Oh, what a nightmare that would be! Oh my god! I hear the premise of a sitcom, (laughs) and you're like, "Shut up, kid! I'm fucking hungover. I just got home at five thirty in the morning. My fucking podcast is at like ten thirty. Well, we know what you did last night. So um, the ghosts visit her the most, but the rest of her family has had experiences as well. And her claims include being chased by a ghost woman and two other figures. But once they once she acknowledged them, they stopped trying to scare her. So that's basically the premise of the article. (gasps) Um, And yeah, it was uh, really scary. Her cousin (laughs) refused to sleep over. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys believe in ghosts? No, no. 
I'm an adult. I have adult fears. <laughs> I believe in ghosting. Like, if I'm just fucking <laughs> sick of you guys, I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I have no <laughs> income security or savings. <laughs> yeah, that real life shit is way scarier. I'm getting gentrified I- out of my neighborhood. <laughs> Do you believe in ghosts? I do I believe in them because it's fun to believe in them. Yeah. Like, I think it's like super fun. To so none scared. of you guys have ever had any like experiences where something where you felt something otherworldly. Um, I had uh, when my when I grew when I lived uh, with my first roommate in our first apartment, um, we both didn't realize we were running up the stairs like we were both really uncomfortable in the stairwell. And we didn't know that we were both doing that, but apparently that was like, there was like a weird energy in the stairwell that was freaking us out. And uh, I also have like night terrors and sleep paralysis and then on top of it was like not a good thing. (laughs) Spooky. Yeah. Lauren doesn't believe in ghosts, so I'm not even going to ask her. Um, I don't believe in many things. I haven't had any experiences. I'm agnostic about most stuff, but. She doesn't believe in love. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I like I, I, have, <coughs> I have a few ghost stories. I think I've probably shared them with y'all. So like I, I, you know, I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna feel like I just need to ruminate on not ghosts, but just evil in general. And I do believe that evil exists. And if you guys are questioning that at all, what I want you to do is the next time you're asleep and you get woken up in the middle of the night by two cats fucking, <laughs> meditate on that. I swear to God, that is the gateway to fucking. An Hell? eternity of burning <laughs> your soul. I got a ghost story for you. It's about a Jewish guy. He was uh, tortured to death, and then three days later, he came back and said to his friends, Hey guys, I'm back. And that person's name was Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly was, where you were I going. didn't. I was like, this is definitely not okay. <laughs> well, I have a real ghost story or what I, I'll just tell you my experience. So I used to live in Niagara on the lake or Niagara area. And I went to a party at this person's farm uh, when I was around 13 or 14. And this. Trouble as fuck. That <laughs> is trouble. So yeah, we were hanging out at this dude's farm and it's in Queenston or Queenstown, whatever you want to call it, like wherever the war of 1812 was. And he was like, so this, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, we were in this, um, farm and he, he said that that particular farm had burned down a couple, like a hundred years ago. And there was a family inside, but before that it was an infirmary during the war of 1812 on that, on oh. that acres. And he had like traced it back through records anyways so <laughs> so wow. we're in, so we're in the so we're in the farm right and he had this dog and i was like oh cute a dog because i usually like dogs more than i like people at parties and i threw a tennis ball into this like one room of the farm that they stored i don't know hay or whatever in and the dog ran after it and then came back whimpering and like scared you know like a tail between its legs like somebody had yelled at him and i was like oh that's weird and i didn't really think anything of it and then like three minutes later the fucking ball flew out of the the thing and bounced across the floor like somebody had thrown it i'm so scared i was so scared like i even thinking about it i'm getting goosebumps because it was so fucking scary so and the dog had been dead for 12 years (laughs) it was spooky you know what i think I, i think you need to do this for andrea james i think you need to make her a dog party that tennis <laughs> like, ball has been dead for 10 years. <laughs> it's like a party, but with all dogs instead of just any humans there. Sounds awesome. That's Invite kind of, me. That's kind RSVP. of like. RSVP. 
Does anyone else have any witch ghost If stories? it's Andrew's party, the dogs will say they're coming and then not show up. <laughs> <laughs> I think cats fucking, right? But I also had, like, you guys heard about the trombone thing and also, like, the weird, like, just some weird, like, poltergeist trombone kid type thing? of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trom- it was like a tuba or a trombone player that was a like tumba? that was like tuba. in tuba. that was like tuba. a com- like uh inhabiting my closet it was like some sort of like musical apparition or some <laughs> fucking i don't know some guy that fucking got killed because they didn't do their homework what was he or playing? something their band homework <laughs> i have no uh I don't know. He'd just like play these like long notes and it would sound like he was like just practicing music at your school, but it was in my closet. Like, and it wasn't my neighbors or anything. Was he a good player? It was honestly like, (laughs) I'm getting a little bit scared even talking about it. (laughs) See, It it woke me up many, many times Mm. and it just never understood where it was coming from or anything. Like it was fucking weird as fuck. Was that your house? It was at my apartment. I Vancouver. thought the go- the horror story was the ghost dog giving Rowie a rusty trombone. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be scary, though. <laughs> so I have uh, just a couple of scary movies that came out of the 90s that deal specifically with ghosts. Ooh. Do you guys remember watching The Blair Witch Project? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I went and watched it with a couple of friends. And my uncle was visiting, um, and I came home, and he realized he had seen the movie, and he re- he knew that I was going to see it. So I walked in to the house, and I was like seriously freaked out. And I walked into the living room, and he was standing in the corner, which is like that oh, scene at the end. I screamed so fucking loud that my <laughs> next door neighbor, who was outside, came in because she thought I was being murdered. <laughs> That's my uncle really ray i love him dearly but he's a dick sometimes <laughs> wow that's rad well thought out uncle ray and then i woke up the next day and he'd left a pile of rocks outside my bedroom door <laughs> what a jerk such a douchebag <laughs> so what other movies came out so blair witch project came out in 1999 the sixth sense came out in 1999 uh the original ring i think it was called ringu came yeah out the japanese version in 1998 <laughs> um a really underrated movie that I loved, but it came out in the same year as Blair Witch and The Sixth Sense, but it's uh, Stir of Echoes, oh, which is, it. it's great. Yeah. I love is it. Is that with Kevin Bacon? Yes. I think I heard of it, but Kevin I Kevin Bacon's done a lot of scary stuff. Yeah. Hollow Man. He's done so much stuff. Flatliners. Six Degrees of Separation of Kevin Bacon. You guys know that game, yes. right? Yes. Oh, it's fucking genius. It's not Six Degrees of Separation with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Something like that. That's, that's, Will Smith. that's where Will Smith and, uh, and Kevin Bacon collide. No, well, that's Will Smith. Now that's fucking spooky. That's Will Smith's yeah. like, most like, serious role. But that has nothing to do with Kevin Bacon. Guys, we <laughs> said we'd never talk about Will Smith on the podcast yeah, again. Yeah, it's bad, yeah, we bad luck. Bad luck. Bad luck. Fresh curse. But I really like I really like movies like Stir of Echoes and The Shining, where you're watching a movie. Oh yeah, The Shining's great. Shining's Classic. great. But I I really love that genre of movies where a specific location just drives somebody fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Like I love that genre of horror movie. Like being stuck here around this table with you <laughs> bozos every two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> to my surprise. He did the monster match. It Are was you a crazy dog smash. It caught on in a no. <laughs> uh, Hey, this segment's all about dancing. Does he like shaking his booty? They asked a bunch of people, men mostly, 
men entirely. Not men, boys. They're all under the age of 16. They're under the age where they can be prosecuted as adults. <laughs> One guy goes, uh, so you like uh, you liking the dance? And he goes, uh, yeah, I totally go off on the dance floor. And if a girl asked me to dance, of course I would dance. I guess I'm a dance for slut. <laughs> parties are all about dancing. I don't understand why some people go to parties and they just stand around and watch. Why even bother going? I agree with that. I'm a celebrated dancer. I'm a really good. I'm not even joking. I'm just a fantastic. Celebrated dancer. like people all around. <laughs> There's even a fan page if you want. I uh, join it. In the early days, if everyone remembers the Vice Do's and Don'ts, yeah. I got in there once as a do, obviously. But uh, I also got some fucker doxed me and then pretended they were me. It sucked. But one guy <laughs> person commented, have you ever seen this guy dance? Amazing. <laughs> you sure it wasn't you? No, no. Seriously, legit. I'm a great dancer. Yeah, James is a pretty good dancer. Great. Um, <laughs> big thing about dancing, right? The basic way to hold on for day. I'm just going to do tips for you guys out there. Our one male listener. <laughs> <laughs> the basic thing is the two step. One, two, one, two. That's the, your basic move, keeping in rhythm to the music. If you, I once told my friend if you want to be a good dancer, aside from a steady rhythm, you have to throw in some sudden movements and holding into your movements if you want to be a good dancer. This is honestly the whitest fucking <laughs> dancing instruction <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. It is life. the basis of hip-hop dancing. Oh Look, it's slowing <laughs> and then like popping and then holding is there to be a bad dancer and a good or an okay dancer doesn't embarrass himself and a good dancer. Dude, speaking of holding, just go up to the dance floor and just hold your nuts and <laughs> rock your head back and forth. It Ew. totally works. You don't even every have to time. move your legs. <laughs> just touch your penis. If someone asks you like why you're not dancing or tries to comment on your dancing, just move your head a little bit. Just increase your oh. motion, your range of motion. <laughs> or if you want, I miss slow you dancing. Look like a no giraffe. one, no one slow dances anymore. Thank There's you. never a moment. They do the night at weddings where they're. For the bride and groom. No, other people slow dance at weddings. When's yeah, the last wedding you went to? He doesn't get invited to weddings. I don't have <laughs> multiple weddings, nor do I have a wedding. At weddings, they play Sweet Caroline, and everyone goes bop, bop, bop. Then they play the twist, and all the moms get it on the floor. <laughs> what? That is kind of accurate. Exactly <laughs> oh, me and Ro used to work catering. We did a 10 million wedding. Also, I did so much musician work. At fucking weddings. <laughs> like, I've been to so many fucking weddings. What songs do they ask Way you to play? more weddings than any like, of my friends' weddings. Uh, for white sure. people in Canada, their version oh, of hardcore dude. punk rock is that you'll have to excuse me. I'm not at my best. White men hear that and they fucking lose their shit. And like, I don't know what the American equivalent of that song is for weddings. Oh, that's I guess that twist and shit, the song from Animal House. Yeah. That. What's that song? Chuck, Chuck Berry? The Shout song. Shout, 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 shout. No, that's not how it goes. Oh, right? my God. Shout. It's like a fucking shout. hockey. Oh, pick my heels up and shout. My arms up and shout. Come on now. That was very different than what James just said that it was. For <laughs> uh, there's a part where the breakdown where he goes, shout, 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 shout. I know it sounds like I'm doing shots by <laughs> the way. Shout, 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 I can see somebody playing that at an American wedding. <laughs> Dude, like the best request, best request I ever got at the, at the weddings was we were fucking playing like, Okay, like straight up, this is how I paid my way through hot, through uh, college. I got fired from fucking this desert's place. Like I told you guys, it was like you go sold fucking. deserts. No, this place is called de it's called it was called deserts. It was a falafel place. It was run by these two Israeli twins, 
and Ellie and fucking I forget the other guy's name. I swear. What'd you get fired for? Yossi, Yossi and Ellie. It was like the perfect. They were both twins. Ellie had the best. They like, were both French twins. Mustache. <laughs> yeah, they were twins with each other. I get it, dude. Right? That'd be odd if they weren't. <laughs> and I, like they were fucking. They just like kind of berated me, and I was probably a shitty worker. It was a really <laughs> dirty, dirty falafel place, basically in the middle of Vancouver. And the guy one day I just fucking stopped you because he was like. He's like, what are you doing, Roy? What are you doing? You thinking? You thinking? <laughs> you want to think? Go to Tibet and sit on a rock. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just Good like, one, okay. Eli. And then I fucking left. Ellie. But anyways, I left. And then I started paying my way through college with these fucking like wedding bands. And we're playing you Moon like the River. Singer. We're playing like the most ridiculously fucking tepid song like ever. And... It was really funny. This like blonde lady came up to me. She was a very, very attractive. And she leaned into me as I was playing. Like has no perception of fucking were personal the, space whatsoever. Like she was really drunk. Bass? Yeah. This so time? I was standing up. I'll lay down a bass line. <laughs> and she goes to me. She leans in. Right? She just leans in. And like half of me is like, what the fuck is she doing? Like I'm doing my job here. People are watching this. And I'm trying desperately not to sit, stare at her ample breasts. It's very, very difficult at this point. She leans in to my ear and she whispers to me, do you guys know any CCR? (laughs) (laughs) Great moment. Hey, Roey, do a baseline for CCR. (laughs) Uh, What's the famous CCR song? Proud Mary. Which one? Proud Mary. Do the baseline for Proud Mary with your mouth. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I can't catch it. I don't know fucking know it. I'm making it up, dude. <laughs> this is like a really This is more like the Spy dancing. Hunter, like Davy Crockett theme song. <laughs> uh, yeah, so dancing. Uh, did she dance? Did she like in the dance? Did you play CCR? Oh, uh, we didn't get to play CCR. It just wasn't that kind of band. It was like a trumpet, a, a stand-up bass, and like a guitar, very, very tasteful, very sensitive guitar player, you know? So like we weren't playing, yeah, you weren't gonna we weren't do playing that. that shit. Anyways, shout out to CCR. I fucking love you guys. Well, do you guys like to dance? I'm a big dancer, so. I love dancing. I rarely went to school dances, and I feel like I'm a better person because of it. <laughs> I didn't really either. I remember, though, there would, there would be times that when you would have a dance, and then they'd They'd, the DJ would play something like um, Stairway to Heaven, which <laughs> starts off slow and then gets quite fast. For me, it was November Rain. It oh, November like Rain! Slow, <laughs> yes! And then you get to and like then a, you're like basically, so the girls would happen, the girls and the guys would dance together, and as soon as the slash part would happen, the girls would be like, all right, and then they'd back away, and then they'd go back to the side, and all the guys would be like dancing really hard and alone <laughs> in the middle by themselves. Oh, it's also really? oh slow dance. Yeah. Like, you break up, and the slow part comes back on. It's like, And then you so gather going, back in again. Are we going back in? No, we're done? Okay, I'll just stand yeah. and myself then. You only get I'm going to go in. get some orange soda. <laughs> we, we, my, my fucking generation Generation, like whatever generation X, we fucking we didn't know better. Probably we just stood through that whole fucking stairway to heaven because that was our type of jam. That was like our equivalent. Yeah. Of, of it that. came out the year that you were in high and school. it was like no, it was actually a classic <laughs> rock song by them. Thank you very much. We still had stairway to heaven at our school dances because some weird like, old creep would be the DJ it, for like thirteen year old, twelve year olds to be like. Rowie was your DJ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you guys remember the slow dance move where you'd start on their their back sure. and then you, if you got knew them well you you'd go move down to their, their hands to their butt then you put your hands in each other's back pockets 
Gross. No. Then you put them right in the pants. I went That's to a, I remember going to like a much music video dance. Remember they used to have those yeah. at schools? And this Ooh. was probably around this time, 2000 or 2001. So I must have been in like eighth or ninth grade. And <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I was like 21. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to real dance bars, okay? Yeah, I was. And uh, I decided to like dress up in rave clothes. Like I had these like 69 inch uh, kickwear, like hot topic rave pants. inches? They were like huge on the bottom, like elephant pants. And I went to this dance with like glow sticks and I was like waving them around and like hit a bunch of people with my glow sticks. <laughs> That's like me now when I go to a thing. <laughs> Step on people's feet and rumming into people. This is basically James. This is somebody the la- somebody wrote in about how they don't like dancing. This person took James's advice. The last time I danced with a girl, I later heard from a friend that she was making fun of my moves to her friends. <laughs> I threw I thought I looked fly and she thought I looked spastic. <laughs> It hurt my feelings. I guess I'll just have to practice a little bit. Laugh all you want. I'm a genuinely talented dancer, so it's water off a duck's back. (laughs) Honestly, I want to say this, all right? Shout out to the one hipster douchebag who read Vice magazine in 2009 and said James was an amazing dancer. I fucking love you, guy. What's up, beautiful people? That's from Marilyn Manson's Hollywood, the album that you probably don't remember because you stopped listening to him after Mechanical Animals, which came out in 1998. I stopped listening to him at least after Antichrist Superstar, right? That was my last time checking in. Oh, I just have to just uh, cut in here and just let everybody know, really want to clarify, this This segment's going to be about Marilyn Manson. <laughs> this is Marilyn Mansplain. That's yeah. James. Thank Not- you. This is about Marilyn Man's son, the musical recording What artist. if I Marilyn Mansplained Marilyn Man's son? <laughs> that was me, Marilyn, Marilyn Mansplaining Marilyn Man's son. <laughs> Who's on first? So, uh, <laughs> this article, which surprisingly is covered in a teen magazine. Usually it's all like, you know, NSYNC, Mandy Moore, that kind of stuff. So I thought it was pretty edgy that they had. I was very into Marilyn Manson as a teenager. I don't know about the rest of you. I was into it when I was 12. Yeah, I, I was... I remember so you were like six when that <laughs> happened. So. You know, you know who's so into Marilyn Manson? The wave of like twenty-year-old like rappers, like emo rap or whatever that, that rap. genre, that whole genre. The fucking Godfathers, just like like metal, like Black Sabbath is to metal what Marilyn Manson is to like this like emo wave. You legit <laughs> almost, you almost said Marilyn Manson. I know you <laughs> did. You almost said that. Oh, they certainly like the, the shirts. I don't know if it translates to the music as much. Like it's a do- the style is more no, important than the content of the him, music. They listen to his music. I feel like oh, you're uneducated this. about this, James. Uh, name four hey. non singles from the album three. <laughs> Look, Marilyn Mansplain, Marilyn Mansplaining, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> do a, what you do, buddy. It's that annoying thing that pe- old people do when they see someone wearing like a Slayer t-shirt. They're like, oh, you like Slayer? Name four songs <laughs> off of Not Rain and Blood. I probably couldn't even name four Slayer songs. Sorry, guys. But I could name a couple Marilyn Manson songs. I was really into him when I was in like 13, 14. Got all those hit parader and like spin pictures. I had them all over my walls. My friends came over and were like, oh, your room is so scary. It's weird that hit parader was originally like a teeny bopper top. And then it, it, it transitioned into in rock the, with Metal Blade or Metal Edge. Yeah, metal it was, Edge. It was metal metal in the Blade 80s. was the record label. Metal Edge was the was the magazine but it transitioned into being really into grunge no 
it was originally hair metal, then grunge, then really into like Marilyn Manson and shit. Yeah, he covered. He was definitely on a lot of covers. Uh, so this was Hollywood, which was the quote darkest and heaviest album Manson's made so far, rocking behind subjects like fame, death, capitalism, and the Columbine mess. Don't forget abortion. <laughs> Wait a second. This is a Marilyn Manson album and not a Michael Moore album. Is that correct? <laughs> That's correct. Okay. Although Marilyn Manson is in Michael Moore's movie, Bowling for Columbine. Did you it's see true, it? It's true, yeah. There you go. Well, uh, this was around the time that he was dating Rose McGowan. I think they were about to be engaged, which he was actually engaged three times to Evan Rachel Wood, Dita Devontees, and Rose McGowan only ended up marrying Dita Devontees and divorced later. A couple fun facts about Manson. Him and Johnny Depp have matching best friend tattoos. <laughs> That's an odd factoid. <laughs> Is it like the broken necklace? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? And then oh my God. It's a classic one, actually. James, want to get that with me? <laughs> it's such a power. Oh, only if I get to beat be B free rather than S ends. That sucks. <laughs> I prefer S ends. S ends. Ain't no friendship like our friendship. Gonna show you how. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. Uh, in 1999, there was nude photos that was taken. Uh, they were taken of him before he got famous, and they were published in Honcho, which is a gay magazine. Uh, but and they were by Richard Kern, and he was totally okay mm. with that. How's his dick? I don't know. I haven't seen. I'll oh, look it up later. Come on, someone Google these images. What are we doing here? <laughs> here I go. I got no one on this. Lauren's here, on, get on it. This. Richard Kern penis. Stat. It can't be big, right? Or he's tall. He's tall and skinny. That's a thing. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Oh, if you're tall and skinny, it doesn't mean you have a big dick. No, that's like a thing. That's yeah. enough of a thing. I, I learned this from like a gay man. That's enough of a thing to be a thing. Like tall and skinny guys are known for having big dicks. Uh, I've, one of I've the dumbest things. You heard a test. You're basing this theory off a testimony of one it's a gay th- person. It's enough of a thing to be like a thing in the culture. No, I've known plenty <laughs> hey, of tall guys with tiny dicks. because they're gay, dicks. they've seen all the fucking cocks in the world. Did you get to see the penis? No, for some reason, only a picture of... Um, Charles Manson came out. <laughs> That's Has totally. That is the exact conversation that like two girls will have after like a first date with me. Did you get to see the penis? No, just like a picture of Charles Manson came out. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it was censored like Walmart, Kmart, and Target when they wouldn't sell the Marilyn Manson albums. I wow. remember trying to go and buy one and they didn't have it because of his like wearing that thing on the front cover of mechanical animals you know it was like the white bodysuit that didn't even show penis or boobs i don't know and also apparently macaulay culkin brought uh oh my god <laughs> yeah, brought marilyn manson his first cigarette ever smoked was during party monster when huh. he played one of the club kids which i thought was interesting he seems like the kind of person that would smoke but he doesn't not bad lengthwise gotta say a lot of pews <laughs> <laughs> you want to take a look at Marilyn Manson's penis? You can't see all of it. He's kind of doing like a mini tuck, but it's weird that like James is impressed by the con- the pube content. He like got really excited. Oh, you can see bad. the length is pretty. It's 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 unerect, right. so you can tell by lengthwise. It's nothing special. It depends on how much it grows when it gets hard. James That's is a total pube man. We've fucking found out. <laughs> pube man, come together with your hands. So, oh, yeah. uh, Andrew, did you see his penis? You didn't get to see, did you? Oh, you I've seen it. Some people wait a lifetime to see Marilyn Manson's dick. The beautiful penis. The beautiful penis. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, can't it's tell. Just a, it's just That's a totally dick. Like, like, it's just a dick. exactly what he says when he whips it out uh, on a first date. It's just a dick. He's Let's, like, would you like to see the beautiful penis? 
Let's all gather around the harvest table and look Disgusting. at Marilyn Manson's dick together. I don't need to see this shit. You put this shit away. <laughs> uh, when I was in elementary school, I brought a Rolling Stone that had a, uh, it, the cover was Marilyn Manson on it. And I had, I brought it out and was reading it probably on the playground because I was very edgy and goth. And somebody tattled on me. I still don't know who it is. You better, if you're listening, you better fucking fess up. And then I got called into the principal's office. And this was like right around the Columbine thing. Mm-hmm. I had this trench coat from Hot Topic. And she brought me, it, <laughs> she brought me into the office and said, we think Starter you might kit. be part of the trench coat mafia. And I was <gasps> like, uh, I don't know what that is. And then she explained it to me. And I was like, they live in Colorado. Like, I'm in Canada. What the fuck? I know we have the internet, but this is crazy. And then. What a fashion faux pas. <laughs> And then she told me that I should wipe off my dark lipstick because I looked like a hussy. And so I messaged, I found her on uh, Facebook one time when I was really drunk and sent her this message. Blah, blah, blah. Former principal at Nanaimo School Board lives in Niagara Falls, Ontario. Hello, I think you were my principal at General Vanier in 1998. If I recall, you suspended me and told me I was a hussy for wearing dark lipstick. That word stuck with me for years. I didn't know what it meant at the time, but I do now. Anyways, just wanted to say, I hope you're not still working at the school board or in the education system telling girls they are sluts for wearing spaghetti strap dresses or lipstick or reading Rolling Stone magazines in the sixth grade. Fuck you. Congratulations. And she blocked me. <laughs> With well, response. she's a part of the problem. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my Marilyn Manson story. I was very into him, but around this time probably was getting more into my rave days. <laughs> yeah, hitting someone the in the eye with a glow stick. <laughs> the blocking without response, though, is such a W for you. Like, it, it's like even so much better than if she said anything because she knows she was fucking terrified in that moment and she just wanted it to fucking. All go she away. had to like, do was, was apologize. Totally her, though. And she didn't. Yeah. She's just trying to Whatever. protect the other children from Andrea's murder spree. <laughs> oh you, don't, you don't need an apology. Like if you if you ask for an apology from her, that's like you empowering her. No, you don't. Fuck she didn't her. ask she for an apology. Nobody wants it. She's moved on. Yeah, she's moved on. Now I'm gonna show up at her house in a trench coat. <laughs> oh, I do have I do have one more quick point to make, and I would just like to give a shout out to all the Targets, the WalMarts, the huge corporations, whatever. You're trying to fucking go with like the evangelical kind of lane where you kind of, you know, take all these things that are like salacious and you take them and you censor them. You don't sell them in your stores. That is what the devil wants. Okay. <laughs> it sells so many fucking albums. Like Marilyn Manson is fucking getting a blowjob from the devil's like 13 angels after and getting a high five from the fuck. It's like an Eiffel Tower with him and the fucking... Lucifer. What and that's, is this that's all part of the plan. I'm just telling them the Walmarts, the Targets. The more just, they ban, the more it sells. Yeah, just let them have the shit in the fucking stores. Like it's gonna sell anyways. Like, and you'll make money too. Oh Everybody my wins. god! And now you can, and now you can buy those shirts at Forever Twenty One. So we've moved, we've moved on in the world. Just Definitely. like we're moving on from this segment. All right, move on. Nothing to see here. Please disperse. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. Don't give a fuck if I keep my arm bleeding. God, this was an emo time. No, that's, you know what? Say what you will, but new metal, that's not bad. It's not bad. I actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to do everybody's favorite 
time, which is quiz time, but it's actually not going to be a quiz. It's going to be a callback to the 90s of the choose your own adventure tales. Choose your own girl venture. Yeah. So, ghoulie mags. <laughs> but before we do that, I just want to ask you guys, what's your favorite scary movie? Ooh, Nutty Professor. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Nightmare on Elm Street. Not probably the first one, but also like number three, Dream Dream Warriors. Warriors. Nice. That is my legit, like one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Amazing movie. I don't know. Mine's something about like losing your job and becoming homeless. <laughs> yeah. happiness, a real movie. The uh, Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith. You have a kid. <laughs> yeah, no, don't talk about Will Smith. You have a kid. And yeah, you stop gotta, mentioning Will Smith. It's bad luck for us. You got to try and get a job. I, uh. I think we can talk about Will Smith, but like only on Halloween. It's just like that. <laughs> maybe. You know? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, my favorite uh, scary movie, just based on how affected I was by it, is probably The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. Catholic Shadows. Such I was, was a, a good that was movie. Like real, like it yeah. was like so it wasn't a fictional movie to me. That could be legitimately. My real, real yeah. scary movie, my real favorite scary movie, uh, was uh, was Wreck, which was a Spanish film, and it was redone into be Quarantine in America, and it's one of the best. Movies. Is that the Spanish pronunciation of Shrek? <laughs> <laughs> he is an ogre. I think there's like two classifications for me of horror films. It's like the ones like Nightmare on Elm Street that you can like, you know, have a plate of nachos to. And then something like The Exorcist where like I cannot even like fucking think Eat. of food. Yeah. When I'm oh. that girl's like lying in bed and she's like, bleh, bleh, bleh. I'm like, because <laughs> you got to start jacking it, bro. Uh, Jack-o'-lantern. Dude, <laughs> I'm lucky if I get a boner like a month or two after I've seen The Exorcist, you know, like it's not it's not easy. The novel that it was adapted from, which is also called The Exorcist, um, is like my favorite book of all time. I read it like once every two years at least, um, but I, it does not translate for me to be able to watch the movie. Like I can't watch it. It scares <laughs> me too much. I don't know if it's because I didn't grow up in a Catholic castle, Creepy. but I was not scared of that movie at all. Oh, it's scary. Sorry, the guys. Shit yeah, out but of you're me. scared the <laughs> shit out of ghosts. What the <laughs> fuck is that all about? Yeah, my favorite horror movie is Ghost with Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the with when it comes to possession uh, movies um, that that are really accurate, like when you look at the at, like if whether or not you believe in it or not, um, but possession typically happens like the people who are most likely to be possessed are girls right around the age when they get their period. And they're the, they're the ones who get the most possessed, if you believe in it. So and that's why a woman will never be president. Yeah. <laughs> that's because periods make women crazy. <laughs> Hysteria. Guys, occasionally we, you know, delve very deep and use some science on girly mags. They're possessed that by their hormones, which make them unreliable. I hope that doesn't alienate any of you. <laughs> it probably Speaking does. Speaking of horror movies, let's talk about Lindsay Lohan's train wreck of a career. <laughs> Oh no, God, train wreck of her career. She actually has a pretty respectable career by any measure. Yeah, in Mykonos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys didn't hear about this. I don't know how because it's all over news. But I had to turn the news off this week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So she was, she got into a fist fight with a Syrian refugee woman <gasps> after trying to kidnap her children and accuse her of traffic being a, a child trafficker <gasps> and tried oh to God. take tried to take the child away from her and was like come with me and she was weirdly yelling in an arabic <laughs> accent like come with me come with me let me parse through her Is fake this news real it was a family of of maybe possibly in, in moscow and she initially started off with being like come to my uh hotel i'll keep you warm because they were homeless and then she eventually was like at least let me take the kids and the people were like no we also don't speak english that well so leave us alone then she started speaking english in an arabic accent like that would help oh my and god and was like no god. give me your children why will you give me your children 
<laughs> and oh, then she tried man. to lure the children away, and the mom came up and smacked her in the face. <gasps> I'm like in shock right now. Yes. Oh and all of, this, all of this was live streamed on Instagram. Oh By God. her. God. Speaking, oh speaking English in an Arabic accent. Like I'm totally picturing my dad being like, give me your kid. Give me your kid. It's <laughs> exactly my dad. Oh She's my just God. like trolling around with a free candy van, man. She's <laughs> just nuts. But like the idea of like speaking English with their accent would make them understand you better. <laughs> She's fucking that wild, is, man. That is n- like. That is just a deficit of humanity when you're trying to communicate with uh. someone in that way. You have she a scares me. How I'm feeling when you're telling me this story is how you felt when we talked about the ghost segment. <laughs> I have chilled to the bone. Great dancer, though. Gotta say, great dancer. She is not a good Okay. <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, More like the fucking child trapped, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the parent Ooh. trap. Yeah, the parent trap. <laughs> the parent trap. So this is a Can You Survive, a terrifying choose-your-own-adventure tale, which is probably how those kids felt. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, you're kidding, in right? Russia. <laughs> <laughs> so, your car, so you know how choose-your-own-adventure goes. Your car has blown a tire on a winding road in the middle of nowhere. You don't seem to have any cell phone reception here. Luckily, there seems to be a spooky castle perched nearby. Admit- <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly kind of weird for northern Illinois, but whatever. You, they probably have an old-timey landline phone you can use. What do you do? Ah, it's Birdman from Cash Money somewhere near me. <laughs> like, how the fuck is a spooky castle in Illinois I don't somewhere? Know. They got some gothic this architecture. Is, oh, is this, this, yeah, well, it's luckily that there's a place you can go to, like in Rocky Horror Picture Show. This is exactly honestly, I would be walking up the stairs to that house, grabbing my nutsack tight. Apologies okay. to all listeners. <laughs> I realized that the Birdman from Cash Money goes <laughs> rather than make a crow noise. I, I'm aware of my mistake. I'd like to retract that comment. <laughs> Done. So, what do you do? Neat a castle I'll check it out how dumb do you think I am I'm gonna hitchhike or uh, I know how to change a tire or grab your balls and go are you joking me if I know how to change a tire then I'll just fucking change the tire do you you know know how how to change change a tire tire? what do you mean are you asking me as do you know how to change a tire because if you you don't you can't pick that option I'm Jewish. Of course, I don't know how to change a tire. <laughs> I know how to change a tire. I change a tire with my mom on the side All of the right, highway. All right, so you can't pick that option. You don't know how to change a tire. So I gonna... have hitchhiked before with much success, so oh. I'm going to go with that. All right. Okay. I'm going to hitchhike. A rusty pickup truck rumbles to a stop near you. A man in a wide-brimmed hat with soulless eyes reaches across the cab to open the door. Mmm, need a ride, boy? What the <laughs> fuck? It's that good guidance counselor again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when someone starts something like that with like, mmm, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to have warning. to pass, dog. That ain't, this I'll ain't hop- it, chief. These are the two options. I'll hop in, thankful for the help, or I don't have many options. I'll ask if he's a murderer. It seems like something D would ask. Are you a murderer? What's the, just two of them? That's yep. it. If you're a murderer, it's like a c- undercover cop. They have to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, well, it's entrapment. I mean, if I so like you know, there's not many options here. I'm getting in this vehicle no matter what. You might as well hope he's an honest murderer. Yeah, I'm gonna ask him. I'm gonna go for the quest. Exactly. I'm gonna go. I'd ask with such like yeah, so much interest. A murderer, <laughs> are you? He nods slowly, unfazed by the question. Well, at least he's honest. I'll climb in. On second thought, that castle doesn't sound so bad. Well, maybe he murders people, but not necessarily hitchhikers are in this moment. (laughs) He seems trustworthy to me. You know what? The best thing that I have ever learned off of watching the Oprah Winfrey show is that she says you should never 
ever, no matter what, no matter how threatened you feel, get into a car with another person. So, like, if a man's trying to abduct <laughs> you. Wait, wait. Yeah. Never get in the car. If you no. feel threatened. If someone's trying to fucking, like, if let's say someone's trying to jack you, okay? And someone's trying to, like, fucking take your money or someone's trying to, like, assault you or kidnap you or whatever, Right. Like it's best to just try what to Oprah avert, try to like avert their attention, or, or like, or try to get someone else's attention rather, or just like not get to the point where you're. They get you into a car. Yeah. Once they get you into a car, then you're fucked. Your chances of survival go down dramatically. So your so answer is no. I'm going into the castle, baby. On second thought, that castle doesn't sound so bad. A lanky man with protruding canines and a strange Eastern European accent. It's, it's Lindsay dad. Lohan. <laughs> My dad is not lanky. He's a tiny little man. <laughs> Answers the door. He invites you in, eyeing your neck. Mm, come in, why don't you? What do you do? What luck? I'll graciously accept and ask after a phone. I don't trust anyone with an accent. I'll try my hitchhiking instead. Just a lanky Ashkenazi Jew. What's the problem? It's him or me. I stab him through the heart with a wooden stake. That's like a bit abrupt. (laughs) Just meeting somebody. Wildly threatened. And I don't think that would go well in the court of law. Definitely could be seen as anti-Semitic too. I think think I'm going to have to go with. You know, I'm going to just go in and, and fucking, you Ask know. Ask for the use, phone? Yeah, I'm going to use the phone. Because honestly, I, I almost have like a secret uh, desire to, you know, become a vampire. So if this dude is Dracula, then awesome. My balls are not going to yeah, fucking continue. Hey, a hey, hey, oh, hey, okay, hey, here we go. Hey, hey, you're, <laughs> you're able to arrange for a tow truck using the Count's rotary phone. Afterwards, ah. he asks to bite your neck, but turns out it's just a sex thing. Win, win. You won. <laughs> Amazing. I played. Th- I played that yesterday, and I died immediately. So great. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I won. Like you want, you live. You're alive. Yeah, if you want. And you got to get bitten in the neck and have sex with a count. <laughs> Maybe he gives you money. Also, Maybe I you'll the be fact, the countess. I love the fact they added the fact that he's old time because he's a rotary phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James. Your level. Your savage level is gone. From 100 to 101, we need you to take it back to 100%, please. I will bite your <laughs> neck before having sex with you, Ray. <laughs> now is the moment you've all been waiting for. Now Magazine's 2018 Reader's Choice is now closed. As you know, Girly Mags was nominated for a Best a podcast. Yay! The winner is going to be announced November 1st by Now Magazine. So thank you to our listeners for the votes. And as promised, we are ready to announce the winner of the Girly Mags gift bag. Either you're doing an accent or you're not. Just make a choice. <laughs> are you talking to me or Lindsay yeah, Lohan? Commit, Prusky, commit. This Girly Mags gift bag features products. Now moving into <laughs> products. Purchase with bits from buns and features some amazing 90s nostalgic items. Okay. Uh, drum roll, please. Drum roll. Drum roll. And the winner of our gift bag is Punky Brewster 29. Punky Brewster 29. Congratulations. Punky Brewster. Not 27. 29. Amazing. Congratulations on your win. Also fantastic Instagram handle. Bingo. Thank you so much for everyone who 
uh, voted for us. And if you didn't win, don't worry. The consolation prize is you've just discovered this amazing podcast. Lucky you! (laughs) And we're going to be doing giveaways in the future, so stay tuned. I also just want to thank all of our listeners, our followers, our friends, and the rest of the Ghoulie Mags gang. Ghoulie Mags. To be together for this amazing episode. I love you all so much. Personally, I would just like to thank Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) Oprah, without your wisdom, I would have never won the Choose Your Own Adventure thing today. (laughs) So thank you so much. (laughs) And hey, if you're listening to this but you didn't win, you're still alive. So that's something you got. Thanks, guys. Uh, tune in next time we have another episode. Whoever the fuck Ooh, that is. I hope is. no one dies while they're listening to this. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at girly.mags. Twitter, girly underscore mags. You can also email us at girlymags, one word, at buns, B-U-N-Z, or Z for you Canadians, dot com. We'd love to hear your embarrassing moments and teen humiliation. So, yeah. Shout out some of my handles, driver's side door, <laughs> a suitcase. <laughs> um, I did not go get where you were going with that. Handles, <laughs> I see. <laughs> and the classic love handles, everybody's favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cute. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.